Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to the very first episode of Four Finger Discount, the only Aussie-based Simpsons podcast in the world. Yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I've been wanting to do this show for a very, it, very long time. It would be hard to have an Aussie-based podcast in Oslo. You could try, but it wouldn't be right. I guess it's the internet. It could be anywhere. Yeah, so basically we noticed that there are Simpsons podcasts out there. They've only been going for about a year or so, but they're, they're based mostly in the States. Were they in the States? I, I found two. They're both based in the States. I'd only found one, but they were definitely American. Well, there was only one that was going back and reviewing every episode of all time. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be reviewing every episode of all time in order. Plus, when a breaking news story comes out, such as in an uh, episode we're going to record later today, Harry Shearer leaving The Simpsons, pretty big deal. We yeah, get, wow. We won't get into it too much now, but that's like the biggest news about The Simpsons in years. Like they, pe- The Simpsons, they've always been there, but they haven't... I wouldn't say they're not relevant, but they just haven't been... People just haven't cared so much anymore, you know? Like I, I try and talk to guys at work or my mates about The Simpsons, and they go... I didn't even know The Simpsons were still going. A lot of people really don't even know The Simpsons were still going. It's definitely fallen out, and I think Shearer has brought that back a little bit. It's, it's you know, on front page news on pretty much every Australian website going, uh, news website. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's the original guy, and they've Munroed Munroe, basically. It's it's a real shame, and it's going to be a huge shoes to fill. But as you said, we'll, we'll cover that in a, a future episode. We will do. Today we're going to be talking about Simpsons roasting on an open fire. But before we get into that, we really appreciate if you guys can... Uh, Rate and review the podcast on the iTunes store. We want to get this show out there to the masses, and by masses we mean the Australian public, because mm. we, we do want listeners from around the world, but we want this to be like the uh, the Australian hub of Simpsons podcast. You know what I mean? We want you want you guys to tell us what you think of the show, whether you have a question you want us to answer, or an issue to to tackle about the Simpsons. We can say whatever we want. Mitch just asked me off off mic. Can we swear? Can we let us see fuck on the internet? Well, I was going to say for. <laughs> You fucking pansy yeah. not wanting to swear on your own bloody Aussie podcast. Yeah. But there are going to be Americans out there, and they might be a little bit more offended by that. So to them, I apologize. To everyone listening to this in Dubbo, how the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. No, but if you're an American and you're listening to this, please rate and uh, subscribe to the to the channel, not channel of the art, the podcast in the iTunes store. And if you've got a question, well, we, we want this to go out to the world, but as we said, we want to be like the Aussie guys, the Aussie Simpsons fans. Because like, I want to be that guy. You know when you're a kid and they used to have like Simpsons... Um, marathons on and they have these two dweebs like talking in between episodes who clearly knew nothing about the simpsons yes. i want to be those dweebs yeah how good that, would that be they were, they were like on cheese tv That'd yeah be, that was their audition yeah for cheese tv <laughs> yeah. i want to be like the, the host of the simpsons marathons and just and give, give out little little trivia facts about the simpsons because the, the, i remember once there's one i remember it would have been about oh 97 98 maybe at the time when they had who shot mr burns not long yeah. after that and they had two people from Neighbours hosting the Simpsons Marathon. And I'm like, these guys don't know anything about the Simpsons. Why are they hosting this? Did, I should be hosting this. Who did they get? Um, who's the chick? She's on that show now. Is it called Wonderland? Uh, that is such a perfect response to anyone that was ever on Neighbours. <laughs> Samantha. Is her name Samantha someone? Probably. Someone in England. If there's anyone in England listening to this, they'll know who we're yeah, talking Yeah, yeah, exactly. They think... Because they, my wife, everybody's listening. My wife's from England. And when she first came to Australia, they thought a good gift was to buy her a Ramsey Street tour pass. <laughs> <laughs> Why on earth anyone wanted to have a tour of Ramsey Street? I don't know. I, I, 
I'm going to sound like one of these old school Simpsons fans. I didn't know Neighbours was still going because it's moved. It's not on Channel 10 anymore. It's on, is it 11 or what's their second? Like it's 7 2, yeah, then there's Go. It's, it's, it, yeah, 10 have 11. They also have, they have one for sports. So let's go with 11. It's one, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> they have one for sports. It's called one. Um, so yeah, today we're going to be reviewing Simpsons Racing on an Open Fire. What are your thoughts on the episode? I really liked it. This was actually, before we get into it, yeah. I have some facts here. Professional. <laughs> Hang on, quickly before we start, should yes. we say our name? I don't want to get too much into us right now, but... Everyone knows who we are. Okay, well, I'm Dan. I'm the creator of Torrent This. Torrent This is a... Um, for those of you that don't know what Torrent This is, a, a Geelong-based uh, network in Australia. It's online. We've got a variety of podcasts, uh, video series, and articles all covering well, covering everything pop culture. We like to keep it local, but, you know, we cover everything as well. I created it in 2012, I believe it was, and it's slowly been growing since then. So if you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, please do so to keep up to date. Facebook.com slash Torrent This. Co-host, sir, take it away. Who are you? Yeah, yeah. my name is Mitch. I've uh, contributed to Torrent This in the past and looking to really ramp up this. I was, um, look, I've wanted, been wanting to get into a podcast for a long time, same as yourself, uh, particularly, you know, a, a TV-based or pop culture-based. And as you said, Simpsons is just such a massive void in the, in the what do they call it, the potosphere. Cause I Simpsons... think I've heard people more douchey than me use that word yeah. before. Simpsons is so big, I couldn't believe there was, I thought there'd be just heaps of Simpsons podcasts and there's just less than five. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um. It'd be great if we could get four. You could count them on, count them all on one hand. Um, but yeah, so let's kick it off with Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Yes. Yeah, so this originally aired December seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine, making it the only full length episode to air in the eighties. There you go. Fun fact to kick things off. <laughs> um, and it was apparently the eighth episode produced. It wasn't meant to be the first episode. So that's really interesting because when I was going back and watching it, there were so many things that happened that felt like it was a normal first episode introduction. Um, the opening scene that is Marge and Homer going to watch the kids in a pageant and straight away they're sort of introducing Homer as being that obnoxious kind of father type. Yeah. Um, you know, talking out loud to all of the parents as he's going past <laughs> he's and sort of thing and stepping on people's toes and, and it was like that great, oh, who is this character? Yeah. Um, the way they specifically mentioned Lisa twice and when she first comes yeah. on, they Ooh, cut that's Lisa. And, and yeah. yeah, so it was like that real subtle way of trying to say that this is who it is. But I think Homer even said, that's my kid or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, I think it actually would have, it wouldn't have worked as well if it had have been the eighth episode or, you know, it would have felt a little bit... Um, a little bit forced, whereas being the first episode, it was actually kind of a cool way of getting it going. You know what I what separates it from other episodes? The fact that it didn't have the opening intro. It just went straight into it. Yeah, that's true. I, that's the first thing I picked up on. I thought, oh, okay, no intro. Whether that was the way it would have originally aired, I don't know. But obviously, it was called the Simpsons Christmas special when it was written. Was that changed later on into Simpsons Racing on an Open Fire, or was it always called that? Or was it originally called the Simpsons? Because th- this was the tester, was it not? Um, well, I was one when that episode came out. And I do remember. <laughs> I do remember reading an article about this <laughs> in TV Week. No, um, I, I have absolutely no idea. I, I guess, uh, f- to my understanding, The Simpsons had come on at the time to to win, um, replace another show halfway through a season, and in the American seasons, that would have put it at about the Christmas time. So, I guess they probably had it in the can. It's that time of year where everyone's doing Christmas episodes, which for some reason in America they can't get enough of. Like. To segue for one second, it could be House, it could be The West Wing, no matter what it is, at some point, when it's Christmas in the real world, they if it's to. not Christmas on TV, people freak the fuck out, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, I guess that's why they kicked off in December. Maybe, um, 
maybe that's why they brought it forward, because maybe they were meant to start the series airing a bit earlier, mm. and because it got pushed back to December, was it December 17th? Yeah. That's why they thought, shit, we have a Christmas episode, we better air it now. Yeah, exactly. But that could have been a reason. But I thought it was, a, like you said, a good episode to start the series off with. Mm. It introduced everyone well. There were a few things, though, that were quite different, like Ralph. Did you pick up on Ralph being smart and having a different voice? Yeah, I did. I was like, what is happening here? That was... I. I don't know if this is true. I might have to look this up. But is there, um, I get the feeling that might be one of those things where they had this character, but they didn't make him Chief Wiggum's son until later on. He, yeah, he and, couldn't have been. And then he would have taken on some of Chief Wiggum's qualities because, um, yeah, Ralph got a whole sentence together. <laughs> <laughs> Three words together. Yeah. When, when, can you recall the first time... Do you have to burp? You can burp if you want to. No, I'm not going to burp on Mike. <laughs> you can. I'll watch you to burp on Mike. Um what was I going to say? Uh, can you remember the first time we see Ralph as the idiot Ralph? I can't. Uh, well, no, but let's make sure we put it in the description yeah. of the podcast when <laughs> yeah. it does come up. That can be the name of the episode. We'll first do... idiot Ralph. Yes. You mentioned also that they introduced Lisa straight off the bat. They also introduced Bart as the brat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, singing the Batman Smells routine, yep. getting dragged off. And then Homer has the great quote, how many grades does this school have? Or something, yeah, something yeah, about. yeah, Homer's doing that fantastic thing of um, typical dad just absolutely sick of watching kids' productions. And if you've ever seen one, that's absolutely spot on. Um, I think mothers get bored at productions too, but they're polite enough to not acknowledge it. Yeah, that's the other, Marge has this stupid grin on her face the entire way through. <laughs> She's just so happy to see her kids up there. And, and um, again, it's, it's such a great introduction for her character without even having to say anything. You know that she's this loving, kind of doting mother, um, silently putting up with Homer, just being an absolute oaf next to her. Yeah. Um, which I was having a look back into this and you kind of have to remember that at the time, some of the biggest rating shows in America, you had Roseanne, Married with children. Yep. Um, that that dynamic and that family interaction, particularly between the father that seemingly, you know, isn't polite, doesn't care, but he somehow has this amazing wife. Yeah. That, uh, less so in Roseanne. I think I turned to you and I said, he gives hope to all fat men out there. He does. <laughs> and um, it, it's it's really cool. It's kind of like stepping back in time because it's, it's in and of its own era, I think, that dynamic, but it's absolutely relatable as soon as you go back and watch it. What I picked up on was that, because I've never gone back and watched, you said this during while watching it too, I've never gone back and watched these old episodes and critiqued them. Yeah. And I didn't realise just how groundbreaking this was for a cartoon. It was it was such a, a realistic thing in a sense, just the little things like Homer not getting along with his sister-in-law, yep. um, untangling the Christmas cords. Yeah. They're, they're just little subtle things that people experience in real life. Yep that cartoons never would have paid that much attention to. You know what I mean? It's not just, here's the joke, you know, here's yeah. the idiot. It's the, the little finer details, plus also tackling um, adult issues like gambling, uh, not having money at Christmas time, which is something every yep. everybody dreads at Christmas time. And they they nailed it, I think. Uh, so this, that, that right there is the thing that I was the most excited about to go back through all these old episodes. And I also think it's the thing that's probably missing from the later ones, that the early episodes of The Simpsons had so much heart and they really did deal with those big, heavy issues. Like, Homer's major driving force throughout this whole episode is is um, not wanting to let his family down. Mm. And as much as he is obnoxious and he's, you know, a bumbling oaf, he still has so much love for everybody. And, and some of his finest moments throughout the years have always been brought on by that. Um, we'll deal with that 
throughout more of, of these episodes as we go along. Um, but it was really good to see that in this episode, Homer misses out on his Christmas bonus. Um, Bart gets a tattoo. And moth. 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 <laughs> and they have to spend all of their Christmas money to get that yeah. removed. So, yeah, it, it's... Um, I think that's, you know, not every family, but a lot of people have been in that spot where you can't provide for the people that you really want to provide for. And, and the Simpsons, right off the right off the bat, to use a really Australian term, yeah. um, right out of the gate, for you guys, <laughs> um, they they came out and, and established straight away that this is a more mature cartoon. Yeah. Plus, the, having Homer dress up as the the mall Santa. This is a cartoon, but uh, I know it is kids would like it. But where else before would you have seen a cartoon acknowledge that the Santas at the mall aren't really a Santa? I don't know that we're allowed to say that, Dando. Why not? The Illuminati could crash in through your window. <laughs> then, no. no, that's absolutely true. And and Bart also makes that crack early on about how um, there's, there's a fat one, man. There's only one us, fat guy. Yeah. yeah, that gives us presents. And you're exactly right. In that one, even more so, there's a an, a, a cartoon aimed at kids acknowledging the fact that Santa may not be real. Because I don't know whether I'm going to let my kids watch the first episode until they're about 10. Yeah, that's... Because that, one of the reasons I want to have kids is so I can relive Christmas time. Mm. You know how exciting it was when Santa brought you presents? Oh, yeah. And it's just not exciting anymore. It's when, like you wake up and you're like, oh, I've got to go to someone's house for Christmas lunch. You know, it's just not the same. Yeah, I did get a PlayStation 4 last Christmas though, so that was pretty cool. Okay, I nearly won a PlayStation 4 when I went to Time Zone not long ago. Nice. I know, right? I, mean, I, I had the choice, PlayStation 4 or an iPad too. Mm. I went the iPad, which I'm using right now. So I knew I'd get more benefit out of an iPad. Chosen professionalism over <laughs> fun. <laughs> I know, right? But anyway, so... um, the, You know, the other thing that I noticed actually, this is kind of off topic, but... um, oh, critiquing the episode it really stood out to me as being particularly for the first half it was less about a plot and it was more just a series of tableaus like it was just first it was the family at the pageant and then it was Homer unwrapping the presents and then it was the family at, unwrapping the presents so not unwrapping the presents untangling un- the cords untangling yeah. the cords and Marge writing a letter to her sister-in-law yeah Marge writing writing a letter, a letter. yeah Who writes, yeah I, I didn't even pick up on that man she was writing a letter yeah do you and guys o- remember that obviously Patty and Summer would live in Springfield would they not they'd have to yeah they why was she writing to. them a letter um, was that was it Christmas card off to the family I guess like an update to the Simpsons family for all of your friends which is something oh was that, it to a friends and family I thought it was yeah. to her sisters well sisters would have got it but yeah like as people used to put pen to paper and just hand it out to other people that they would often see what was that um, point when she says oh, was, oh no no it's when Patty and Sam were called up and she goes oh Homer can't wait to see you and he goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what I was thinking of okay yeah so she, yeah she, they called her up anyway continue yeah Homer was the first American to have ever not liked his sister-in-law <laughs> that was um they're all all in-laws are lovely yes I say that as men who recently <laughs> got married um but yeah so it was more just a series of tableaus, and then it kind of segued into more of a plot. Um, probably in the last ten minutes, it took on a traditional feel, but it it really does stand out as being more of a jarring experience. I think watching it after all these years, and and obviously what the show progressed to. Um, the other thing that I thought was kind of cool is the animation. While it was crude, there was still so much of it that was that hasn't changed over the years. Yeah. Um, it was more, I think, tinkering over the over time, but. So many of the kids in the class that had no roles at all in this. They just episode. need to fill space on the screen. But the yeah, their their faces that are still being used now. Yeah, and and that's a kind of cool thing. I think that you can go back and it's familiar enough. I think that's The Simpsons is one of those shows where the people who are the artists and the people who write the show 
They love the show. It's their baby. Because we're watching um, Harry Shearer doing an interview before we watched the episode, mm. and they had no input from um, the suits, as he liked to call them. Yeah. So this this was their baby. They got to mold it the way they like. So they paid, they paid attention to the finer details because they knew that the hardcore fans would appreciate it. Yeah, who would have thought? You leave a bunch of creative people to be creative on their own and <laughs> come up right. with a good show. They'd always come up with a podcast like this. Yeah. Well, except the notes that your wife does pass on yes. after every episode, <laughs> commenting on my microphone technique. What? Well, it's for another time. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Bart, as we said, establishes the brat, but we also saw the, the good side of Bart as well because when, um, when Homer, he, he didn't want to go to the, to the race course, he didn't want to take his son there, he's got the moral side of him, but yep. he, he finds out that the dog has been scratched and Santa's little help has been brought in and he's like, it's a miracle. And Bart's like, no, it's just, it's a coincidence. It's a coincidence. And he can see that like, Bart knows this is not the right thing to do, yeah. but he can just see it in his dad's eyes that his dad really believes this, and he's like, "Just go for it, Dad." Like, so although Bart's a brat, he still has that softer side. Uh, there's an, a great bit when um, when Bart real- finds out that it's Homer dressed up as a department store yeah, standard, and Homer yeah. drags him away, and you really see the admiration in Bart's eyes that you see a few times throughout the series. And the thing that I love the most about Bart is that the more Homer is in the wrong the more he looks up to him. So, yeah. in this instance, Homer is hiding this massive secret from his family. He's lying to his wife, but Bart only sees the good in what that evil is trying to bring out. I think that's but that's just being a kid, though. You know? Yeah. yeah. He's, not, he's not old enough to understand all the other sub-issues that he's lying here, but he just sees that Homer is trying to make Christmas good for his family. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. And as much as Bart is a brat and... It, um, you know, was introduced with the phrase, I'm Bart Simpson, who the hell are you? And what a shock that would have been to parents all across America. <laughs> oh, my with their, God. With their kids sitting down to watch this show. Um, but, yeah, that, that real love for his dad is is such a strong motivator. Um, not to get too technical or anything yeah. like that, but, you, you know, really good comedy has really good heart to it as well. You, you, otherwise, it's just empty jokes. Do you think the writers wanted us to like Flanders in this episode? Because now he's, he's positioned as the... the Nice guy. He's he's nice, but I feel like in this episode, he was rubbing it into Homer that he has more money than him without actually saying it. I think without even realizing he was doing it. Yeah, though. but it's, it's sort of kind he, of this blithe ignorance. But about he does, he's not like that anymore. I don't think. No, no, he's definitely um, not as not as showy. In your face. Yeah, not as yeah. showy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and an uh, obviously, uh, Todd's Todd, yeah, Todd's voice yeah. has somehow got high pitch again. His yeah. balls broke. Yeah, back Todd, in this episode. Todd went into reverse puberty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was born again. I yes, guess. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but um, yeah. Also, too, um, in this episode, Barney is he? He's a bad influence, and he's blonde. Yes. What? When uh, did that happen? Hell? I didn't. I did not remember that at all. Yeah. But he's not the um the drunk that we know him as now. I know he sobered up for a few seasons, and they yeah. realized that was a silly decision. Yeah. No. Because we prefer him drunk. Absolutely. But um, he was nowhere near the drunk that we know him now. In this episode, he was just he was a guy that. He was more like a, I wouldn't say scumbag, but he was just like... He was degenerate. He was... He oh, he was degenerate, but he was more like just the, you know, the, the seedy guy from the pub, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Who, you get the feeling that Barney would have been scheming on a number of things. Yeah. Uh, well, he, here's the reason Homer started as the Mall Santa. Yeah. He's the reason Homer goes to the Greyhound Racing. Yeah. So, all in all, if it wasn't for Barney, they wouldn't have Santa's little help and the story wouldn't have been resolved. Yeah, that's true. Barney is the hero of yeah. The Simpsons. <laughs> He's the hero um, of the entire series. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have even had a show after that. Or was Whirlwind the hero of the series? Yeah. If it wasn't for Whirlwind, Barney wouldn't have told him to go there. Yeah, or the dog that got scratched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about the dog racing. It also highlighted another issue, adult issue, and it's the horrible truth about dog racing. When a dog can't win a race, 
the owner just gets rid of it. Yeah, just waits to... until everyone goes and yeah. throws a rock at it. Yeah, I know. How about, it brought out my favorite scene in the entire episode was when it jumps in, uh, Santa's little help jumps into Homer's arms. Yeah. And he's like, he's a loser. He's this, he's that. And then he licks him. And he goes, he's a Simpson. That, yeah. That's like, that there, that's the one scene that to me says, you know what? This isn't your normal cartoon. This this cartoon has heart. This, yeah. this tells an actual story and it tugs at the heartstrings. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Oh, can we keep him, Dad, please? But he's a loser. He's pathetic. He's a Simpson. I guess one of the other things that that's done that not many, I mean, The Simpsons doesn't do this every time, but, you know, it, it something's happened and then they've carried that on throughout every other episode. They've introduced the character, even though it is only a dog, and then Santa's little helper has been there forever. It's it's rare. It's an origin story. Yeah, they were. Um, you know, it was the Batman Begins of the cartoon world. Yeah, um, how Santa's little helper <laughs> came to be. I, I've taken that a leap too far. I think. I, I completely, I completely forgot how they got Santa's little helper. Yeah. Um. And you know, and I'm always, I'm always I curious to think why they call him Santa's little helper, and then it's like, ah, yeah, it makes I, sense now. I enjoyed that they'd killed off Snowball. Before Snowball yeah. was even on the screen, so it's just only ever been Snowball Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Snowball Two's had a good life. I, I they have Snowball Three now because there was that episode like towards season twenty where they went through like ten different cats. Okay. Have you seen well, that episode? Twenty years. It's a fair effort. Yeah, <laughs> for a cat. Yeah, that never ages apparently. Yeah, and in that household where you know all sorts of alien abductions and everything yes. going on, she's done well for herself. So overall, what did you take from this episode? Um, I took that look. There was very. Very clearly a strong vision um, early on that they wanted to do something that would be familiar enough to American audiences that they could take it on in prime time, but twisted and different just enough that two, three, four years down the track, they were really going to be able to go on this journey and take people wherever they wanted them to go. I thought they did a great job of laying groundwork to set up what their future ultimately became. I'm sure no one would have imagined the absolute heights that it was going to go to. But yeah, they they did a fantastic job of getting into households and you could easily have seen an entire family sitting down to watch that at 7.30. Yeah. I think The Simpsons were... The best thing about it is it's the fact that it is a cartoon, which means that they can do... They get the characters to do whatever they want and go wherever they want and there's no production costs yeah. except for what the normal production costs are. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just drawing where they are at the time. Yeah. But I can also see from watching this why so many parents at the time didn't want their kids watching it. But the, I feel if you watch it, the writers are trying to tell you this isn't really a cartoon for kids. Mm. If, you, if you're if you going to let your kids watch it, then you're going to expect them to not so much copy what Bart's doing, but it's your fault if your kid copies what our show's doing because this show isn't really for kids. And there was a scene where they're watching Happy Little Tree Elves and Patty and Selma are ragging on Homer and Lisa has that spiel about how it's going to affect her future. Real precocious speech. And then the the... The bit after it where it's either Patty or Selma says, just go watch your cartoon show, dear. Yeah. That's their way of saying, you know, that's your average cartoon. We're not your average cartoon. We're yeah. for adults. That's yeah. the cartoon for kids. If you if you don't want your kids to be reckless like Bart or whatever or see that the Santa's not real at the mall, then don't let them watch our show. Make them watch the shows like the Happy Little Tree Elves. So... I liked it. Yeah. We've just said Santa's not real three times in the space of 20 minutes. You can tell that we don't have kids <laughs> in or around this would house. Would you let your kid watch that? Or, cause you, uh, do you think if you were a kid watching that, you would think, depends how old they are. Do you I think would. they'll watch that and question why? I would let him watch it, but not until he's finished Deadwood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Breaking Bad. 
I've never watched Deadwood, but I heard it's amazing. Oh, uh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's, um, is that uh, The Wire amazing? Uh, uh, no, it's it's amazing in its own way. Yeah. Um, it's for... Deadwood deserves its own podcast, and it would have to be called The Fucking Deadwood Show. Okay. There is so much language in that. Yeah. And, and it's... Yeah. It's just filth, and it's fantastic filth to watch. Well, if you're a fan of Deadwood, maybe we'll start a Deadwood podcast. Yeah. Maybe I can watch it for the first time, yeah. and you can rewatch it with me. Hey, hit us up on, hit me, hit us up on the, uh, the Facebook and the yeah. Twitter and, and wherever else is going to be posted out. So. Yes. Um. Yeah, let us know what else you'd like to hear about. Um, if anyone out there has any interesting trivia of upcoming episodes as well, that could be handy for us to save us a little bit of work. And just tell us how we can improve this, because obviously this isn't going to be perfect. Mm. We'd love to hear from you guys, and like Mitch said, if you've got any questions for us, we'll be happy to an- uh, answer them for you. Yeah, because there are some podcasts out there that charge you money to answer questions on the podcast, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> We're um, not in any position to charge money to answer your questions. No. But we'd love to hear from you guys. Like we really would. We really want to build like a. Like a Simpsons community here with the Four yeah. Finger Discount podcast. And, and look, ultimately, the the reason we're doing this, it's not to sit down and say The Simpsons is good or Simpsons is bad. I mean, The Simpsons record speaks for itself. Yeah. It's to for a younger generation that might be listening to this to try and shed a bit of light on where The Simpsons had come from and the cultural phenomenon that it was um, in a time before everyone was downloading everything and everyone kind of had this social media community. The Simpsons would cut through and you'd be at high school or primary school and every conversation was just about did you watch the simpsons last yeah. night you'd spend 45 minutes talking about 20 minutes worth of television yeah. um but yeah and, and to just jog a little bit of nostalgia get back and pull the old dvds out and watch some of the old stuff so let us know you know what resonates with you and what doesn't and we'll try to steer a little bit more of it towards that probably not the second episode because we're about to do it <laughs> um but you know from episode five or six we might start taking yes. feedback on board i think what i love so much about the simpsons is it's just, it's always been there. You've always been able to rely on it. It's one of those shows where, because it's so syndicated, mm. if there's nothing on television. You know, one channel somewhere yeah. is going to have The Simpsons playing. Well, in in Australia, every, every kid ever has either been in a house with Foxtel or known someone with Foxtel, yeah. and they have Simpsons marathons Super every Simpsons Saturday, Saturday. And Sunday. <laughs> it's incredible. You wake up at eight, you, you go to bed in August, and The Simpsons are on for that entire period. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I think I remember turning to my mum when we first got Foxtel. And we got it installed on the Friday. I woke up Saturday morning, put Fox 8 on and the Simpsons Marathon. I think I turned to my mum and said, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Foxtel is... Well, the Simpsons was Foxtel. If you yeah, remember when I Foxtel, got my Foxtel came Foxtel. out, yeah, Bart I've Simpson. Still, I've still got my original Foxtel magnet from when we first got Foxtel. It was called a Galaxy original, yep. originally, and it became Foxtel. And it's it's got 131999 and it says, I want my Foxtel. Yeah, yeah he, he was like the... Bart Simpson was to Foxtel what he was to Butterfinger in America. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, what is it? Nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want my Foxtel. That's what Bart wasn't. Like the Simpsons is just, it's just a phenomenon. And to we're going to discuss the Harry Shearer um, scenario mm. in the next podcast in just a few moments. So don't get into time. Yeah, yeah. When you talk <laughs> yeah, about that's the worst thing you do. But the Simpsons is just an absolute phenomenon, and it's scary to think that the show is coming to an end. It's like when mm. you. We haven't experienced it yet, but like your parents getting to the point where you know they haven't got long left. Yeah. And you knew it was coming, mm. but it's like, now what do I do? Like, well, it's made 
what what's happened is it's rekindled my love for The Simpsons. You know, it's made me want to go back and watch the old episodes again. Yeah, yeah, you kind of hold on to them that little bit tighter. Yeah. And, um, if you have a life insurance policy taken out on The Simpsons, now's probably the time <laughs> yeah. to cash in. Maybe throw them on a roller coaster yeah. or something and see <laughs> yeah. how it goes. Um, so thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. Um, as I said, rate and um, review. The the more reviews we get on the iTunes store, the more people apparently pops up on the the home pages of people or something. Yeah, I'm not okay. quite sure how cool. iTunes works, but yep. I always hear podcasts say rate and review us in the iTunes store. So do yep. that. And also like the uh, Torrent This Facebook page, facebook.com slash Torrent This. We'll post updates about the show on there as well. And also check out the website, torrentthis.tv. Mitch, any final words for our uh, listeners? No, guys. Just thanks for fucking listening. Yes. Catch you guys later.